Well, hello once more. Now, uh, I am late again. Terribly sorry. But this week I have a little uh, fun thing to share. Um, instead of, um, uh, you know, uh, political tracts and uh, topical uh, readings and uh, what we might call the more high literature end of things, uh, I want to read... Well, I, I want to read uh, something that actually combines the high with the low, if you like, of culture. Um, there's these little books that I read a few years ago now called William Shakespeare's uh, Star Wars books. This guy called Ian Dosher, I think that's how you pronounce his name, D-O-E-S-C-H-E-R, um, turned... Um, episodes four, five, and six, the original trilogy of Star Wars, uh, into little books, Shakespeare plays, essentially, uh, using um, iambic pentameter and uh, introducing, uh, you know, elements of stagecraft and such, and they're very fun, enjoyable reads. Um, They contain a lot of references and jokes, again, both to high and low culture. Um, And... They also contain uh, some really nice illustrations, and the covers are quite uh, wonderful as well. So, um, so I read the original trilogy ones that he did in about 2013, 2014. And then he did the prequels, uh, and I read those. And he also has recently, well, I say recently, but by 2020, he had also done the sequels, New, the new the newer films which uh which I have been reading uh, most of the way through the last jedi uh, at the moment uh but uh I can say uh, if you, even if you don't like the sequels and many people don't you know these shakespearean retellings are pretty uh, pretty fun even if you don't like the films I think they might make you enjoy it uh so you get uh, shakespearean soliloquies in the mouths of star wars characters and songs and uh uh woodcut style illustrations uh it's all it's all very fun so i thought uh and you know it's been a bit of light reading i've read um all of the books again uh and i'm now just making my way through the sequels um a little bit of light reading fun reading to uh amuse uh oneself with uh in an often dark world uh, I thought I'd share some of it with you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through each of them, so all nine, and I'm going to read out the first, you know, the in the films you obviously have the famous Star Wars crawl in the yellow text through space. And this, uh, those are Shakespeareified um, into uh, the chorus uh, uh, saying those lines uh, in Shakespearean fashion. So I'm going to do those from each of them. That shouldn't take too long. It sounds like a lot, nine uh, books, but it's only, you know, a little, um, uh, a few lines from each of them. And I'm going to go in the order in which they were released and in which, of course, the films were released. So starting with the original, uh, William Shakespeare, Star Wars, Verily A New Hope. 
I won't do this for all of them, but I'll just introduce the, uh, the sort of stage direction. So, prologue, outer space, enter chorus. It is a period of civil war. The spaceships of the rebels, striking swift from base unseen, have gained a victory o'er the cruel galactic empire, now adrift. Amidst the battle, rebel spies prevailed and stole the plans to a space station vast, whose powerful beams will later be unveiled and crush a planet, tis the Death Star blast. Pursued by agents sinister and cold, now Princess Leia to her home doth flee, delivering plans and a new hope they hold of bringing freedom to the galaxy. In time so long ago begins our play in star-crossed galaxy far, far away. Exit. Okay, only eight more to go. <laughs> so next up... Um, the Empire Striketh Back, Star Wars Part the Fifth. Okay, so uh, again, I won't do that, but obviously every time this is the chorus introducing the play. Oh, tis for the rebellion a dark time. For though they have the Death Star all destroyed, Imperial troops did from the ashes climb and push the rebels closer to the void. Across the galaxy pursued with speed, the rebels flee the Imperial Starfleet vast. A group with Luke Skywalker in the lead hath to the ice world known as Hoth flown fast. Meanwhile, the cruel Darth Vader is obsessed with finding young Skywalker. Thus, he hath through every point of space begun his quests by sending robot probes to aid his wrath. In time so long ago begins our play in war-torn galaxy far, far away. And now to the conclusion of the original trilogy. The Jedi doth return Star Wars part the sixth. Uh, I, obviously, I don't have the music on hand, but if you can imagine the music each time I do this, the <laughs> oh, join us, friends and mortals, on the scene. Another chapter of our cosmic tale. Luke Skywalker returns to Tatooine to save his friend Han Solo from his jail within the grasp of Jabba of the Hutt. But while Luke doth the timely rescue scheme, the vile galactic empire now hath cut new plans for a space station with a beam more awful than the first feared Death Star's blast. This weapon ultimate shall, when complete, mean doom for those within the rebel caste who fight to earn the taste of freedom's sweet. And time so long ago begins our play in hope-filled galaxy far, far away. Uh, before I go on to start, uh, William Shakespeare's The Phantom of Menace, Star Wars Part the First, uh, I should say uh, what part of the joy of these little uh, books as well is is the sort of additions uh, that are that are made to the stories. So he does interesting things with R two, and I'm saying this because in the Phantom Menace adaptation he does uh, something interesting with Jar Jar Binks. 
uh, I won't spoil what, but he does sort of expand and, and do his own uh, versions of the stories. Anyway, here we go, Star Wars, The Phantom of Menace. Alack, what dread fire... Oh, pardon me, I'll start that again. Alack, what dreadful turmoil hath beset the strong republic and its bonds of peace. O'er distant trade routes all do sigh and fret, as fears of grim taxation do increase. The greedy, vile trade federation hath created a blockade none may pass through. With deadly battleships they block the path unto the little planet called Naboo. Whilst politicians endlessly debate, the Chancellor Supreme plies strategy. He sends two Jedi to negotiate, those who keep peace within the galaxy. In time so long ago begins our play in troubled galaxy far, far away. And on we continue to the clone army attacketh. Star Wars Part the Second. All hurly burly goes the galaxy. The Senate sees a time of harsh unrest, for many thousand systems do decree intent to leave the Republic's troubled nest. This movement of the Separatists is led by one Count Dooku, garbed in mystery. The Jedi Knights are pressed and thinly spread. The peace they keep grows weaker by degree. A vital vote the Senate doth pursue. Shall they an army for the Republic make? Strong Senator Amdala of Naboo to Coruscant makes way this plan to break. In time so long ago begins our play in clash-strewn galaxy far, far away. And now to... The Tragedy of the Sith's Revenge, Star Wars Part the Third. Do, do. <laughs> War is the cry that doth through space resound. The good Republic faces bold attack from Dooku, he whose evil doth abound. Yet heroes rise as each side fighteth back. Droid leader General Grievous, he most vile, hath entered, a new player on the scene. With movement swift and unexpected guile, he hath made bold to kidnap Palpatine. Whilst o'er the capital, Ian Coruscant, the separatist droid army tries to flee. Two Jedi are dispatched upon a jaunt to set the hostage Palpatine full free. In time so long ago begins our play, in vengeful galaxy far, far away. Now, on to the moderns. Uh, this is the one I've read. As I said, I've nearly finished the Last Jedi version. I've not read the Rise of Skywalker version, uh, but I will read out the opening crawl of it anyway. But first, uh, The Force Doth Awaken, Star Wars Part the Seventh. Luke Skywalker hath sadly disappeared, and in his absence come most wicked foes. The cruel First Order hath made all afeard, like phoenix from the Empire's ash it grows. They shall not rest till Skywalker is dead, 
yet others seek to rescue him from harm. By Leia, General Organa led, the Republic doth a brave resistance arm. Her brother she doth earnestly pursue, thus may he help bring peace to restoration. She sends a daring pilot to Jakku, where one old friend perchance knows Luke's location. And time so long ago begins our play in the yearning galaxy far, far away. And now to that most uncontroversial of Star Wars films, William Shakespeare's Jedi The Last, Star Wars Part the Eighth. The cruel First Order o'er the stars do reign for having set the Republic on a pyre. Vile Snoke sends legions forth thus to attain control throughout the galaxy entire. Alone the bold resistance fighteth still with General Organa against the dark. They trust the Jedi Luke Skywalker will glow bright enough their dampened hopes to spark. Alas, the small resistance is exposed. First Order speeds toward the rebel base. Their evil, though, shall not run unopposed. A desperate escape proceeds apace. In time so long ago begins our play. In burning galaxy, far, far away. And finally, William Shakespeare's The Merry Rise of Skywalker, Star Wars Part the Ninth. Zounds, menacing, the dead begin to speak. Heard through the galaxy, though yet unseen, comes threat of harsh revenge in voice most bleak, the sinister dark Emperor Palpatine. Our General Organa sends a chain of spies to seek out news past every border, whilst Ray of Jedi hopes the last doth train for battle against the devilish First Order. Their supreme leader Kylo Ren is sour, for he this phantom emperor would see to conquer any threat to his vast power. Behold the end of our nonology. In time so long ago begins our play. In force-touched galaxy far, far away. And there you have it. Uh, little opening crawls of all the Shakespeare Star Wars plays. Uh, <laughs> recently uncovered. Uh, amazing that uh, he uh, basically did all the Star Wars films, uh, you know, uh, centuries before they existed. Uh, no. Um, yeah, no, I do, I do highly recommend them. And as I said, the covers, which I'll put, I'll put, there'll be some pictures in this post so you can see some of, some of the covers of the, um, uh, of the books. Um, and they also contain illustrations inside. But yes, they are very good. And, uh, even if you you're not very keen on some of the films, you will I think enjoy uh, those these little adaptations. are very fun, and as I say, they expand quite a lot on on the story. In some ways, they have a lot of jokes and references. Uh, there's a particularly fun one in Jedi: The Last, which I might actually read out just as a little bonus because I remember it quite vividly. I mean, I've not long uh, read it, but uh, not long since read it, but uh, it's still. Uh, I think good fun. So you remember, there's that character 
got the master code breaker who Finn and Rose are sent to um sent to um uh, uh to recruit to help them with uh, the first order and they fail and uh, then they met they meet uh, that weird guy with the strange stutter um and in the film you only see the master code breaker this very dashing shall i say bondian uh fellow uh for a split second uh but here uh dosha gives him a little speech uh, so he's at the gambling table uh and uh, the clue here of course is uh that uh, the fellow is bonding he is a james bond sort of looking guy and this is quite a fun little uh <laughs> speech i am no doctor no but codebreaker now comes my tale from canto bait with love these skilled gold fingers mine are used to crack and Christian strong as thunder, balls of lightning. Right, as it said, one only liveth twice. Not once upon her majesty's secret service am I e'er found, for diamonds are forever. Tis money's my joy. Live and let the die roll. I am the man who hath the golden gunny sack. Once loyal to the spy who loved me, but now loyal to the gold moon. Rake her in. Again I'll win for thine eyes only, pet. Let me get thee unlocked, O oh, pussy, and so. Methinks thou ought to ne'er say ne'er again. A double, ha, view too. A killing I now make. Yea, I shall roll the living daylights out of these dice, no lie. Sense to kill I've. For with a golden eye comes golden sight. My money proves tomorrow never dies. Yea, in the world is not enough for me. So let me die another day. Tonight, to this casino royal I shall be. E'en so, a quantum of solace I'll give, respecting those who lose. O sky, fall low. Yea, every spectre of a code I'll break. No Time to Die was not uh, released at the time when uh, <laughs> when that was written. Um, but uh, I think you get the references. Some of them a bit more uh, belaboured than others, perhaps, but in a very fun way. Uh, and anyway, that is, that is that. A little bit of Shakespearean Star Wars. Do check out those books. They're nice, uh, light reading. Uh, Star Wars... Um, fiction of some sort is usually my go-to for for light uh, enjoyment and reading and distraction um, and these have been particularly enjoyable so thank you very much uh, and uh, have a lovely week even though it's nearly halfway through the week um, so yes, yes, that's me, done uh, may the force be with you <laughs> Goodbye.